Hello everyone. Welcome to episode 44 of the Roving Bookworm podcast. If this is your first time here, I warmly welcome you to this growing community of awesome people and I know this would be worth your while. The Roving Bookworm podcast is a safe space for meaningful and sometimes difficult conversations inspired by books, poetry, and music over a cup of tea or two. My name is B.I. Garrix. I'm a poet, blogger on rovingbookwormng.com, and I'm Roving Bookworm, your host. It's great to be back here again this week for yet another conversation with you guys. How did your week go? I hope it went well and you have also had a restful weekend so far. Well, my week was busy with work and the usual suspects, but I have had a great weekend so far and I believe I'm refreshed for the new week, which uh, promises to be busy, but um, we'll get by. We'll get by. Anyway. Um, Thank you for joining in this conversation and being a part of this beautiful community. Also, thank you for always sharing with your family and friends. You are all awesome. Thank you so much. Now, this week's theme is titled, What's Your Identity? And this theme was inspired by a book I recently read titled, The Gift of Being Yourself. Um, it was written by David G. Benner. I got my copy on the Script app. Um, script is spelled S-C-R-I-B-D. I think I, I need to stop spelling Script because I keep spelling it every, almost every, um, every episode. And, you know, they're just getting free advertising from me. But it's a great app, too. Um, and I use it. So, yeah, why not? Um, so, this book has both um, the ebook and the audiobook. And I'm sure you can also get it on Amazon. So, if you use Kindle, you know, you can check. And um, I recommend the book. It's a good book. Um, so, we'll be exploring this theme today as we continue our journey towards self discovery and success, which is the, um, the global theme for season four. I'll be hosting this episode alone again today, and I hope we will all leave this conversation with something that would inspire us or just to provoke our thoughts to search deeper into ourselves on this journey towards um, self-discovery. Today, I'm having another flavor um, um, flavor of the tea from the Kusmi tea, which I introduced to you guys last week. And this one is um, the green one, the green the green tea. It's actually called Exor or something. Remember, I had said it's French, so let me not go there. So what will you be having today? Tea? coffee wine whatever your preferred your preferred beverage is go grab it get comfortable and then let's get into it welcome back guys Mm, so last week um we talked about self-awareness, what it really means to be self-aware and how we can start our journey towards self-awareness. Um, 
if you're yet to listen to that episode i urge you to go listen because the intention is for us to seamlessly flow from one episode into the next so um please go listen and then um would at least we'll be on the same page however um i believe that we can always listen to one episode as a standalone and still um get a lot from it so um it's not that if you listen to this episode without listening to the first the the last episode you won't get any value i'm just saying that it would be good to for us to all flow um in and work in the same direction so what's your identity if you were asked this question well what would be your response or what would be your thoughts you know what would you what would come to mind your identity is actually who you are the way you think about yourself the way you are viewed and the characteristics that define you what defines you is your identity and it also there's also an aspect of identity that has to do with consistency because um there's an awareness of consistency in time or over time in self over time and the recognition of this consistency by others so for you for something to be for 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 something to be your identity or for you to say this is my identity um you have to have been consistent with it over a period of time and people would have recognized that consistency in you so identity development is very vital in understanding self which is what we're trying to do discovering self and your participation in the social system around you and this just leads us back to self-awareness which we discussed last week you know and then we had um, questions we needed to answer and i you know identity is basically like a foundation of it so knowing and understanding your identity is one of the vital ways that would help us become more and more self-aware at this point um and having conversations like this you know some people usually get confused and and may ask um what the difference is between identity and self-awareness because you know in definitions somehow a lot of words are used interchangeably um to to define books so i did the same thing no they're not they do not mean the same thing but they are closely related you need one to understand the other so to become self-aware is to have a deeper understanding of your core identity because if you don't understand what you stand for what you believe what your identity is then you cannot be self-aware because we talked about self-awareness as you know understanding yourself inside and then externally how people see you so while your core identity is kind of like determined upon your beliefs self-awareness is more like understanding those um and beliefs and that identity um so identity has to do with what you see as right and wrong you know like what you believe in and this belief whatever you believe in is what drives you to do the things you do the way you do them it makes up your character and then it influences your choices your actions and obviously your the, the, the results that um that come out of your actions and your choices 
Personally, as a Christian, my core identity lies in my belief in God and Christ. That's my core identity, which ultimately drives my character, what I believe to be right and wrong, and the choices I make. You know, so that is my core. Um, that's where my, my identity lies. My I, I my identity lies in my belief in God and in Christ. So what this means for us is. Um, we need to clearly identify our identity, you know, to 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 identify uh, what our our identity. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so to to clearly identify our identity, we must drill down and ask ourselves what our core beliefs are. Ask yourself, what are your core beliefs? What are those things that set the foundation to what you do? who you associate with, how you see life and others. In recent times, especially on social media, I see how some people now describe themselves, you know, for example, like, you know, feminist, or they say they identify as gay or straight or male or female or both. These statements have made me wonder if we really understand what identity is, you know. Can your core belief be solely based on your sexuality or a movement such as feminism, which is something that I'm interested in, you know, really talking about. And um, we're having, we're going to be having a guest, you know, this season and an episode on feminism and you're going to love it. So anyway, I digress. Um, So I am heterosexual, but that is not my core identity. It represents my sexual preference, which may be part of a way to identify me but that is not the entire essence of me it does not dictate how my character or my or my, or my values or my behavior outside sexuality would be and at this point you know people are now would probably say oh my god you know but that's a part of me that's part of my identity yes it's part of it don't many other things make up your identity and that is why i use the word core the main point here is there is always a core belief that will drive the other things that make up your identity and make up the you, you know, and others also see and interact with. So imagine if your core belief is your sexuality or, or, or a movement you get, and that's all of you, that's the essence of you. I mean, we need to really be analytical about these things when we when we say that these things are identity what is the core of it so who are you at the core and it is easy for us to actually call certain things our identities that are that shouldn't be you know that are not things that should be a foundation on which you build yourself upon and 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 this is understandably so because um we tend to be described by the things we do in this world, you know, like our jobs, our marital stat- status. So, you know, you, are, you people could identify you as a Mrs. something or as an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer. And that's just how, what your identity is. And a lot of people make that their core identity. Um, a good example of this is um, when people retire from their jobs and suddenly they feel lost because their job, you know, was what they identified the most with and it became who they were it became their core you know they could not see themselves as anything else except you know a teacher or you know a lawyer or an engineer or whatever it was their it is their or it was their profession was however 
that's not what true identity is. It lies inside of us. The values we have inside, like kindness, caring, loving, being creative, trustworthy, calm, bold, peaceful, reliable, etc. These are those core values that actually every other thing builds on. So if you have a job, it will build on those core um values or, or, or that or that foundation that core belief that we have that we believe that you know you need to be trustworthy we believe that you have to be caring or loving or peaceful you know or you need to have faith you know things like that anyway some key things that we need we also need um that helps us to be grounded in our core um identity we need some key things and, and some of those key things are you know self-worth for the foundation to have um you know to 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 be able to have a core identity that we would build other aspects of identity upon we need self-worth we need self-esteem and we need a good self-concept if we have no self-worth it's difficult for us to have an identity we would just, you know, blow, you know, just go with any wind that comes. You know, self-worth is a value we place on ourselves. And if we don't place any value at all, or very little value, then um, we won't be able to have a firm foundation and a core identity. If we're not confident in who we are, then we'll find ourselves living our lives to please people. This this friend will come, we behave like this friend. That husband will come, we behave like this husband. You know, our parents, whatever it is. A person whose self-worth is low believes that his or her value is dependent on their achievements. You know, it's it, we, we we concentrate on the things that we do and what you know what comes out of it. You know, um, people's approval. You know, people have to approve, and then you have worth. You know, because you don't have that worth for yourself, um, your social status, or that's why people are chasing for status. They're looking for clout, um, material possessions, or wealth. So people hide behind that because that is their, that is what. That is how they they value themselves. You know, they don't value themselves outside those material things. So what value do you place on yourself? Are you always seeking approval from others before you think you've done something good? Do you believe everyone else is better than you? If you feel that way, then you, you, you have to go back and really think about yourself or think about yourself, drill into yourself and ask yourself, what am I worth, you know? Another thing is self-esteem, you know, I mentioned. I mean, self-esteem is like a, a, compos- a composition of um, the feelings you adopt about yourself. So it's more of a feelings thing. And it's determined by the beliefs you have about your importance or value as a person. And it's closely related to self-worth. So um, people act and behave depending on things they believe to be true or false about them. And people with um, low self-esteem are always performing on a stage. That's what I say. They're always performing because um, they're hung up on what people think, the approval people give them, what people say, you know. And having a healthy self-esteem is crucial to having an identity as a human being. Because when you have low self-esteem, 
then you know you're 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 always either trying to prove yourself or you're just small you're just you're just always intimidated by people you know who are just going about their business um um low self-esteem doesn't question why i mean people with low self-esteem they don't question why they copy others you know i mean we 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 all copy others but you have to be convinced that this is something you want to do i mean you can see a dress someone wears and say oh i mean i like that dress i like to have it doesn't mean that i have low self-esteem but if you think that um you have to have that dress to be cool then there's a problem with that it's different from oh i like that dress oh okay uh maybe i should get it maybe it, it will look nice on me uh like that dress is nice on her but i don't think it will look good on me but you know i acknowledge that it's nice and i you know um 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 probably um give a compliment to to the person so so that's how different it is so um you have to um ask yourself like if if i'm copying someone am i doing it because i think that it will add value to me or and when i say value it's not necessarily um something too serious can be something that is fun or it could be entertaining um or whatever if someone talks about a movie and and it's, it's something that i think oh it's going to be nice for me to relax and watch this yeah it's still value so um self-esteem is something that we need to have to be able to have um an identity to be able to have a core identity and if our beliefs are about ourselves are low or are wrong or are you know I, I don't know I don't know what to how to express myself now with this uh just below base then you know we would have a problem with our core identity um the third thing I mentioned was self-concept you know it's also about beliefs a collection of beliefs about yourself and they're all the three of them are all related and it could be from your successes or your failures so self-concept is the way like you just see yourself or or you know or the beliefs things that the way the collection of beliefs you have about yourself and it could be from like your successes or your failures or what others have told you about yourself and someone may have told you that for example you're ugly as a child and you believed it and you see yourself as ugly and this now affects your self-esteem so you can see how they are related um and or you may have failed at a particular thing and you use that as a yardstick to measure your abilities going forward so that so that is the self-concept you have believed that okay i'm a failure and with that that affects your self-esteem and that uh, affects your self-worth all these beliefs tie into your identity and it becomes you and becomes the foundation on which you build other things other identities so if you if you are for example <clears throat> a marketer and and um you have all these false beliefs as your foundation then whenever you are you you are that person you are on that stage and you're working as a marketer all those things affect you know your reactions to people your actions your choices and what have you um whether it is relationships whatever it is so mistaken beliefs are um when negative self talk stems from and if you have these mistaken beliefs about yourself um 
um, um, they would affect they would affect your, your the, the way you 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 think about yourself and your self concept and life in general. So let's talk about identity crisis because I, I uh, we we hear okay that person's having had an ad- identity crisis or people you know we've heard of the of the phrase identity crisis we must have heard of someone having an identity crisis but it's more common than it that, than we think and having an identity crisis is when um, someone questions their sense of self or their place in the world and uh, many life events can cause us to have an identity crisis it's not something that is and you know a mental illness or something although i mean sometimes it spirals down to that but you know generally it's something that most of us have um experienced and maybe we may not have known or maybe we're experiencing it for example, a new mother who is experiencing motherhood for the first time may have an identity crisis because she has seen herself as someone else before that time. And now she's like, okay, so I don't know. She can't connect both people and she's finding it difficult to settle. Basically, change in, you know, is a larger word to use. Or an older woman, when all her kids have left home, you know, you, her, her identity has been, you know, she has built her identity on, on, on motherhood. So when that motherhood, I mean, motherhood never ends, you know, as my mother um, rightly told me, you know, but um, you get what I mean, you know, your children have, have, have left and it's just you and your spouse. And maybe you, you, you haven't really built your relationship with your spouse or your relationship um, plateaued at some point and you concentrated on your children, you know, so at that point, you're just like, who am I? I don't know who I am anymore because I'm not a mother. You know, you don't feel that nobody needs you anymore. So, so, so you can experience an identity crisis at that point or people who have um, just gone through a divorce or, or lost a spouse may also experience um, an identity crisis, especially when their identities were tied to the other person and, and understandably so, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, it is right for you to tie your identity to another human being, but it happens because, you know, people are in love, people, you know, and maybe they don't give space for other people and other things in their lives. So when that person leaves, and, and really and truly, sometimes it's not just about that, because I think it would be unfair for me to say that, you know, if you have a divorce, um, you're not going to have an identity crisis. You, you know, it's just that there are probably degrees of it. Even if, I, I believe that even when, or if you lose a spouse, even when you had other people in your lives and all that, your spouse and you are one kind of, so it's, going to be difficult to suddenly be on your own so um you start you know questioning yourself like who am i now you know without this person and then of course i mentioned retirees you know who you know some people their job is everything to them you know you you i'm I'm sure we have met people like that you know everything about them is their career and if they lose their job or they retire they just they're just lost and they, they they don't understand their sense of self again they don't know how to identify with their lives they don't know who they are 
Um, another thing is um, another one, another example. I'm trying to give different examples so that we can also look into our lives and realize that maybe some some of us are going through an identity crisis, and we can also try to just claw out of that place. Um, so being on a career path that you're not passionate about or not sure what if you want to spend the rest of your life doing that can can give you like an identity crisis because maybe you're there you're not passionate about it maybe you're passionate about something else that you already know or you don't even know what you're passionate about um that may give you some kind of identity crisis you're not sure um also relationship issues you know around rejection betrayal like this can make you question yourself for example if you if, if someone cheated on you um you may start to wonder if the, the, the you know if there's something wrong with you you're not beautiful enough or you know it was something about you your person and um it affects your identity you're just like i don't know who i was i thought i was beautiful i thought i was okay i thought i was someone who was good enough um sometimes abandonment you know sometimes you know some children are abandoned some people abandon their childhood by their mothers or their fathers you know like people you know talk talk about you know um, abandonment issues uh, or and um, talk about i'm sorry not abandonment issues like people who have daddy issues and stuff like that or mommy issues and um when when they get into adolescent age or, or teenage age or even adulthood um they exhibit some 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 characteristics that show that um they they, they the foundation their core identity they they don't know they're not they, they don't have a solid identity because of the absence of that abandonment they always question themselves and they have this identity crisis um it may also be that you were fooled for a long time for example in a relationship maybe you know there are people who are in relationships where i've heard of people who are in relationships where maybe their spouses were having affairs with their best friends or whatever or some person who was close to them and it was just right under their nose and they found out like maybe two years later or five years later and it's just crazy i mean I, you can't believe that you 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 would just be like man i can't believe that this happened under my nose it will cause you to question your intelligence it, you you know you just look back and we're like how foolish you know how come i didn't see it and maybe the worst part is that maybe other people saw it you know and this would affect other aspects of your life maybe your job you won't even be able you, you ask yourself can i even make any decision I mean, if if I didn't know what was happening in my own home, how would I know? So all these things can cause um, an identity crisis. Like I said, generally changes in life, you know, changing jobs, um, moving to a new country. Um, you know, we hear of stories of, um, you know, students, a lot of Nigerian students go abroad and some of them don't do well because, you know, the culture shock, you know, drives them into some kind of identity crisis you know going into a new society and maybe there's no support you know that's that sort of thing um however um identity crisis is common more common among or it's common among adolescents and teenagers who are coming to themselves especially for parents who have um teenagers and and we have all been teenagers before if you think back you realize that at that point you kind of had like some kind of um identity crisis trying to distinguish between the beliefs that were taught to you by your parents and what you actually believe in you know becoming an adult you know you're growing into that adulthood so you're trying to 
form your own beliefs and your own identity that is separate from that of your parents so this is usually a hard time for 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 them and that is why peer pressure is prevalent because they are trying different things they are meeting people their friends that you know your friends are saying oh let's do this and they want to do it and see if it's okay but even if their parents have said you know don't go this way and all that um but by the time they become adults most of them you know develop their core identities while like it takes others a longer time to figure out what their identities are and even to a much older age there are older people who have never really grown up you know grown out of that stage of identity crisis therefore you know what i'm trying to say is anyone can have an identity crisis at different points in your life when you know we question our sense of self i think i'll be talking very fast too when I when when I'm when when I'm so into <laughs> when I'm so into something I love to talk about I start talking fast I hope I was if I listen to this recording and it's so fast I'll just be like oh my god but anyway but the key to this is when we have a core identity driving every other thing that is um, a part of our identity then all we need to do is go back to those um, core beliefs and values and kind of like will i say <clears throat> go back to the drawing board and regroup and you know come back on top you know um there have been times in my life where where i have questioned my sense of self especially in terms of my career and what i wanted to do um i i was one of those lucky ones i went to school and studied what i wanted to do but the thing is that's not the only thing i wanted to do um when I mean, I started writing poetry, reading voraciously and singing, singing, like seriously, since I was very young, my family would tell you, like I formed a singing group and we used to perform at family gatherings. Like we were like stars, you know, and it was that serious. But my parents, especially my mom was like, you will never be a musician. Ah, all those musicians languishing, they're playing their, their, their music on radio and all that, you know. So she was like, you can never, you know, let me just tell you, just forget about it. I was writing song, songbook, every song I could sing, 80s, 90s, and it didn't help that, you know, I was um, the fit child out of six. So I had elder ones and they were much older. So there was music everywhere, you know, anything. So um, I had no idea about what I wanted to do, except what my parents were telling me, you know, at the early stages of early teenage um, age. So I, I wasn't sure really who I wanted to be, apart from the fact that I knew that I wrote poems and then I, I could sing. But when I got to SS1, I stumbled um, upon geology in my, my geography class and I fell in love with it. I just knew like, this is what I want to do. Yes. You know, and of course, you know, the natural, <laughs> the the natural way things flow in secondary school, like you're good at science from a GS and then you go into science class and you're in A and all that. So I just, um, and you're doing well with that. So I fell, in, I fell in love with geology and I never looked back, you know, and, um, and I, I, I was like, you know, I want to be a geologist. I love being a geologist. And the, the other things, of course, except the poetry and the, the books, um, were still very present. Um, but when I graduated from, from school, the first thing I did, in, just listen to this, the first thing I did with my savings was to start a children's bookstore and book club because for my, my, I, I identified with that more, even as much as i loved 
geology and i always said you know what i want to do with geology is i wanted to teach anyway so i kind of like in my head said i was going to you know teach and i was going to go like lecture so that i would have time to also have this other career you know that kind of thing you know so i was literally going back to my love for books or really just kind of now that i'm an adult i've done my youth service or whatever and you know i can now decide that i'm going to start a business and my parents <laughs> intervened again and said my friend will you go and look for for for, for a job in oil company after making two when you want to sit here and be selling books and saying you want to go and do what lecturer work or whatever so again you know i obeyed and went into corporate work but my books poetry and stuff still keep coming like showing up in everything that i do and this whole situation did something to to me as to um how i saw myself in terms of my career until i had to learn that it doesn't have to be either or um they can all exist and they've been able to exist together in some somewhat harmony um as i would like to say um and we'll be talking about being multi-talented in another episode this season where we would uh, be having a fabulous fabulous multi-talented guest um to have that conversation and i'm looking forward to it so just watch out for for that episode um that will be coming up so what's your identity i mean to get to a place of full self-awareness and discovery we need to know identity especially our core identity we need to understand our core values what we stand for and what we don't stand for we need to understand that at different times in our lives we may experience an identity crisis and that's okay as long as we don't stay there but go back to our core beliefs and start to build ourselves back up thank you guys for being a part of this conversation and i hope you enjoyed listening as much as i did as we journey towards self-discovery and success my prayer for all of us is to grow to be better versions of ourselves and become bright lights in the spaces that we occupy remember you can hit me up on my blog with your feedback www.rovingbookcomng.com on instagram at rovingbookcomng on my facebook page rovingbookcomng and on whatsapp if you have my contact please keep them coming last season we had so much fun with all the feedback you know just coming in and we were reading them and you know really having um more conversations around um the feedback um so don't forget um you can subscribe to the roving book one podcast on the apple podcast app or the google podcast app or on spotify all you need to do is to download this app search for the roving book one podcast and hit the subscribe button this makes it easy for you to keep track of all the episodes and don't forget to rate this podcast when you're doing this remember this helps to grow the podcast and get more people to listen so i'm counting on you to subscribe and get more people in this fabulous um community 
Um, you can also listen on my blog, um, rovingbookwormng.com and follow the blog to receive email notifications of new updates on blog posts. And of course, I mean, you can read the blog posts, see the book reviews, recommendations, my poetry is there and um, other bookish stuff. Also, and lastly, don't forget to share with your family and friends. It's time to sign off for today, but I look forward to next week's episode. And until then, is take care of yourselves and stay blessed.